A promotional fee has been paid by the sponsor of this program for its editorial content. Statements, views, and beliefs expressed by the sponsor do not reflect those of WOKV or Cox Media Group. Helping to make our community a better place. This is the WOKV Ask the Experts Weekend. Discussing the things that matter most to you. Have a question? Have it answered by our local experts. Call 340-1045. That's 340-1045. Now, In the House with Jared on News 1045 WOKV. Hey, hey, welcome. That's right. In the House, your home improvement questions are answered right here, right now. Hi, my name is Jared Mellick. Uh, I own a business, Universal Roof and Contracting. Uh, Throughout the week, we help people primarily with their roofing, siding, and window needs. And then uh, come in and answer your home improvement questions. Love for you to be a part of the show today. Number to dial 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. I'm joined today, for, or at least for the first segment, uh, by uh, my dad, Ken. Hi, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. And uh, Josh and I had the opportunity to go up to Milwaukee Tools. We're going to spend a few minutes talking about that in a minute. But thanks for having me in today, Jared. Yep, no problem. And then we have Josh Smith. Welcome, brother. Oh, I'm glad to be here. So um, uh, so lots of stuff to get to on today's show. Uh, we're going to start out this, uh, this segment talking about a uh, trip you guys went up to Milwaukee uh, uh, and uh, to visit uh, uh, you know, Milwaukee Manufacturing, talking about uh, all kinds of different uh, tools and products that they make. And then uh, throughout the show, we're going to take your home improvement questions. Uh, I am a licensed general contractor as well as roofing contractor. So if you have a home improvement question, love to answer it. Three four zero one zero four five. All right. So this last week, you guys went up to uh, to Milwaukee to look at uh, some new products uh, that they have coming out. So how did uh, how'd that go? And and now, Josh, this is the second year that you've gone, right? Yeah. Yep. So it's the it's the Milwaukee Tool New Product Symposium. Uh, I went last year and then had the opportunity to go back again this year, um, and it's just pretty unbelievable. Uh, you get to meet their whole leadership team, tour the factory see all their new products and you know one of the the big kind of phrases that they use is disruptive innovation and i could tell you what ken and i saw up there is 100 percent disruptive to the market these guys are coming in hot and heavy with some unbelievable products they truly are uh and it, it began with uh the leadership's commitment to excellence and it it goes throughout from the from the top to the bottom, yep. uh, a commitment to uh, a real family environment, uh, uh, building tools that last longer, that are more efficient and uh, easier on your body to use. You know, I'm an old school guy that was uh, grew up on power cords and big, strong uh, things. And I always thought uh, from framing with the hammers and uh, and the squares that we used back in my day and uh, that that was the way to go. I completely got turned around seeing the new products and the commitment and how easy they were to use uh, that you just don't want to go back the other way. That 
one of the best things that I liked is because power tools that I've used with battery operated in the past that I've got is either a gift on Father's Day or I bought myself a, 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 a screwdriver or something with a battery. I could never find the battery or when I went to use it, it wasn't charged or because I didn't use it that much. And then when I went to find it, it, it wouldn't work and the battery from something else wouldn't do, do yeah. that. Their commitment to changing that revolutionary well and they have two platforms it's m12 and m18 so 12 volt and 18 volt that's it it's not okay i've got a um uh you know i got a string trimmer that's this uh different battery i've got a leaf blower that's this i've got a high impact high torque uh impact driver that's this yep it's the same battery so you can take the high demand battery off of your impact driver and put it or impact wrench, excuse me, and put it right inside of their light, their work light, and it'll run. Right. It, there's no um, proprietary connections required. So when you get into that level of flexibility, it makes a job site so much easier. It was truly a, a, a great experience, safety-wise too. The, the, <clears throat> the way that the tool is made, how much easier it is to use, how it lasts lasts longer. The whole idea was that every tool that you could go all day long and never have to change a battery. So, what are some of the the you know since it's a new product showcase, new product symposium? So, what were some of the new products that you saw up there that uh, that you think our listeners would be most excited about? Um, the, the one, one of the two that caught my mind was the, the dual bevel, uh, miter saw. And then the other thing was the M12, um, uh, stapler. Uh, they basically went into the stapler market and realized that the old fashioned stapler that takes a tremendous amount of force to shoot one staple, uh, when, you know, when you're a craftsman and you're in there hanging insulation and stuff like that, that takes a beating on your body, uh, you know, squeezing that trigger all day. And corded is not an option. It's just not. You can't have a corded stapler up (laughs) in the attic. So what they did with the M12 line, it's lightweight, it's ergonomic, and it gets the job done. You know, I mean, three things that matter, you know. Yeah, last year I was uh, doing a project in in my attic, and we were uh, we were having to use the stapler. I had uh, my uh, uh, not quite teenage son helping me, and again we have that hand stapler where you you know you got to you got to have good muscle strength. You squeeze it and go, yeah. And uh, and you know there were parts of the project I wanted him to help me with, but he just physically wasn't strong enough to be able to actually pull back uh, on that stapler to get it work. And Milwaukee, you know, it, uh, it has just come out with a, a great new. Uh, battery operated one that's uh, that's pretty phenomenal absolutely and the battery platform if you're and this is something that they do other manufacturers do it too but they also sell a bare tool version so if your garage is already flush with milwaukee batteries you can save a little bit of money by just buying the bare tool which is just the tool so then you don't get the charger and the battery pack and the reason they do that is so that you know they know when people get in get into their tools you don't need 17 chargers in your garage. Right. You know, you need as many as you need. So, yeah. And they do, they do that. They can do that just because uh, the same battery. Yeah, yeah, the same battery works for the products. Yep. Actually, let's go to Brian in Ponte Vedra. Brian, you're in the house. How can we help you? Brian, you there? Well, let's, uh, we'll try to get him back uh, here, in a, here in a second. So, can uh, you hear me? Oh, okay. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, yeah, guys. Um, thanks for letting me in the house. Yeah, you no bet. Hey, um, I'm glad Kent went up there because he is a testimony for how great Milwaukee tools are. 
Um, first of all, I've used everything from Makita, DeWalt, all that kind of stuff. I got rid of all that other garbage, and I went to Milwaukee, and nothing has ever broke down. They have, a, a like on the reciprocating saw, which roofers use and carpenters use, I have one, a reciprocating saw that has a quick release, uh, insert, and, and dejection of a blade. There's no Allen wrenches involved. Um, there's no hassle. You just twist it, half turn, pop the blade in, boom, let it release. It, it retracts by itself. You don't have to twist anything. You don't have to turn anything. It is just fabulous. And they're lightweight, and they're very strong and durable. I don't know how they do it, but they are on the cutting edge of, of just eliminating the competition. Well, they, I, have a, I have a question for you, yeah. Brian. Are you, uh, yeah. are you just a do-it-yourselfer, or do you work professionally in a trade that, that uh, causes you to use power tools? Yeah, I'm a licensed master electrician. Got it. Okay. Oh, wait till you see the the new blades. They just committed to some new blades uh, uh, that are so phenomenal and how they last four or five times longer. So even as easy it is to change the blade, yeah. that now they have blades that are uh, so state of the art you wouldn't believe it. So Brian, wait till you see what's coming. Have Have uh, you used? I, I, I can't, I can't wait, and I really thank you guys for featuring this because I think people need to know, especially if you're a serious tradesman, you need to get these stools. Hey, what I want to say be to keep listening because in upcoming weeks, they're giving us the opportunity to give away some product, that, and you're going to want to be part of it. Okay, great. Look forward to that, Ken, and uh, you guys have a good weekend. Hey, Brian, have Brian? you used the whole hog or the super hog? Oh, yeah. The M18? Yes, sir. How do you like it? I love it. Yep. It's, I did the electrical fantastic. I did the electrical on a project that we did with the whole hog and it was I mean that thing is an animal. Oh, they oh, just I, brought I know it. It'll they get just, through anything. They hmm. just brought out some new drill bits that you wouldn't believe how fast and clean the hole is uh that they drill. I, you're going to hear about it in the future here. we got some uh, coming up, and we're going to have giveaways and all kinds of neat, neat stuff. Brian. Sounds good, Brian. Yeah. Thanks thanks a lot yeah. for your call. We appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate your call, Brian. Uh, if uh, you want to take his line, 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. And as Ken said, uh, coming up in the next few weeks, uh, um, uh, Milwaukee will be sending us some uh, some stuff to test as well as some stuff uh, for giveaways for our listeners. So we'll be sure to uh, bring that to you uh, when we get it. That's exciting uh, to talk to an actual tradesman. They use it on a, on a daily basis. And that's why I'm so excited. You know, I built up, I grew up in the, uh, framing and building and, and doing concrete work and and screening and uh, all all of this work and to see the tools replaced with products that work better, faster, more efficient, and save time and money and last forever. That's Milwaukee's commitment to the future for all of us. So, what were some other things that you that you saw up there that you think our listeners should be uh, excited about? And I know you're putting together a Father's Day gift guide, yep. uh, and uh, you're going to be uh, posting that on the website in the house show dot com uh, for people. And I I assume that uh, it'll have some Milwaukee stuff in there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and some of the stuff is going to come out throughout the year. So, to be honest with you, you know, give Dad a picture of it and tell him it's coming. <laughs> you know, uh, one thing in particular, we put a we we went live on Facebook and put on our on our Facebook in the house show, and they have a new uh, pro portable storage system called Packout, and they did a side by side comparison 
with a competitor, and they took a cinder, uh, cinder block, dropped it on the uh, competitor, and it just punches through, shatters it, plastics flying at us, all kinds of stuff. Uh, then they come over to the Milwaukee, throw it down, cinder block bounces right off. The, the thoughtful engineering and innovation that they've done is it's everything is purposeful you know they study they work with they watch tradesmen do their work and they engineer those innovations into the product and the best part is is that you can go to your local big box store and take and and benefit from the fact that they've studied what tradesmen need and then you, you the, the, the consumer, the prosumer, the do-it-yourselfer, whatever you are, you can take advantage of that. You can buy a Sawzall today and pass it down to your kids. Oh, you yeah. know, it, it'll, it will be a it'll lifetime still be tool. There. Yeah. Well, you know, we've seen, you know, when, when um, uh, you know, cordless uh, power tools started to come out, you know, a lot of uh, our workers, our guys that are on uh, job sites every day, day in and day out, were resistant to use them. One, because the batteries wouldn't last very long. Second, because they just weren't, they weren't commercial grade. They weren't you know, daily use grade. It was fine for a, you know, for a weekend warrior that used it every yeah. once in a while. But when we're talking about day-to-day -day use, when, when uh, the cordless uh, stuff started to first come out, uh, many of our guys were resistant. And now if you look at, uh, at our guys that are out there day in and day out performing work on job sites, uh, everybody uses uh, cordless tools. And if you, if we were to just survey uh, our workers, the large majority of them are going to use the Milwaukee products just because they are durable. They are, Absolutely. The, you know, battery life. They are durable. They are commercial grade so that you can, you know, they can take the abuse that, you know, that the daily guy puts into them. Well, and as a contractor, what they've done with their one key platform, which connects to an app on your smartphone and allows things like programming the tool, for instance, the Sawzall, to have a different cut profile for different materials. And then on top of that, they have tool tracking and lockout. So if the tool gets stolen, you can remotely disable it. So the next time the tool comes in range of a smartphone that has the app on it, it disables the tool. So what they're doing is they're actually, they're going to shrink the market for theft of their tools yeah. because the pawn shops, the police, the detectives, the insurance companies, people are going to take notice and they're going to go, I can't steal a Milwaukee tool because if I do, it's useless. If it gets disabled, it's basically a, you know, a, a paperweight. Yep. Great stuff. All right. So we, uh, music means we've got to take a break. Uh, thanks guys for coming in, talking about Milwaukee tools. Thank you. And over the next few weeks, you'll hear uh, them uh, talk about it more. You take a quick break. Uh, Ed on the south side has a roof question. Line open for you, 340-1045. You're listening in the house on News 1045 WOKV. Hey, hey, welcome back in the house. Your home improvement questions are answered. All you have to do is give us a call, 340-1045. Again, 340 340- 1045. Love to hear from you this morning with your home improvement questions. I'm a general contractor and roofing contractor. Throughout the week, uh, my business, Universal Roofing Contracting, we have a tendency to focus on roofing, siding, and windows. Uh, however, most home improvement questions I should be able to out. 
340-1045. If you get a chance, check out our website, In the House Show, uh, or universalroofjacks.com. And uh, if you want to email me a question, uh, don't want to uh, talk about it, but you still want me to answer it, you can uh, send it to questions at universalroofjacks.com, and I'll uh, read it and answer it live on the air. All right, let's go to Ed on the south side. Ed, you're in the house. How can I help you? Well, I, I've got a problem with uh, the rain coming down the side of my house. I had a roof put on by a, a reputable roof company, and... Um, Unfortunately, the water's coming down the, the uh, drip rail into my mm-hmm. soffit and then down the side of my house. Hmm. Now, the, did you, was this an issue before you had the roof replaced and it continued, or is this a new issue since the roof has been replaced? It's a new issue. Uh, it was replaced because of the uh, storm we had. And, right. uh, it had some damage, and my insurance company's paying for it, less the deductible. Right. So, so when the water comes down the roof now, it, it which just didn't happen before. Now the water's coming down, coming down the fascia, and then uh, coming into the soffit. Does it look like it's coming from the outside and turning back underneath, or does it look like it's getting uh, behind it somewhere uh, higher up in the roof? Mm, I think it's just coming down from the outside. I don't think it's coming from up high. Okay. I think they so, I think they did a good job. There's just no overlay of, of shingle on, on, on the drip rail. And I I think there should be. Well the 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 current code talks about how the edge of the shingle for wind uplift, you want it even with the outer drip edge uh, metal flashing. Now, the drip edge that we typically use today has there, or the metal flashing along the edge is what's called a drip edge, meaning that it actually has a piece that sticks out a little bit further than what the base does. With the, with the force of water coming down the roof, you have what's called capillary action, which means that the force of the water coming down is actually going to make that water turn and come back up underneath. So the flashing that we typically use has what's called a drip edge built into it, meaning that it has a little piece that sticks out further and then bends back and comes back inside so that that way as the, the water will continue to 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 go off um, uh, off of the edge and not turn and come back up underneath. Now it's possible that they use just a flat flashing instead of a drip edge flashing, so that could be a cause. But the solution at this point is probably gutters. Um, I don't I don't know anything short of gutters that would actually solve this issue for you. And with the gutter, you just want to make sure that you use one that has a flange that actually is, it sticks up higher in the back so it tucks in behind that metal flashing. Now, if this weren't a new roof, you know, and, and, we, and this was a pre-existing issue, I would have some other solutions on how to fix it. But since it's a new roof, it doesn't make sense to tear into the roof to try to fix it. It's, uh, uh, gutters are, are most likely the solution. So, uh, what, what they're talking about doing, excuse me for interrupting, but what they're talking about doing is taking the last two rows of shingles out and replacing the flashing because of the drip rail. The drip rail is, is not put hold on, on. Hold on one second. Yeah, yeah, hold on one second, Ed. I'm going to let's hold on and we'll finish this after the break. You're in the house. We'll be right back. 
helping to make our community a better place. This is the WOKV Ask the Experts Weekend, discussing the things that matter most to you. Have a question? Have it answered by our local experts. Call 340-1045. That's 340-1045. Now, In the House with Jared on News 1045 WOKV. Welcome back. That's right. In the House, your home improvement questions are answered. My name is Jared Mellick. I own Universal Roof and Contracting. Uh, throughout the week, we help people with their roofing, siding, and window needs. And then uh, weekends come in and answer your home improvement questions. I'm a general contractor. Uh, most questions uh, when it comes to construction or home improvement, uh, I should be able to answer. Uh, all kinds of stuff you can call about, whether it's a, a drywall question, electrical, plumbing, uh, roofing, siding, windows, really uh, anything. I'll give it a shot. A uh, lot of home improvement questions I can answer. I've done a home improvement radio show now for about uh, 18 years. so. Uh, sh- and I've done uh, all types of construction. I uh, uh, am a general contractor and uh, uh, in the past have uh, you know built custom homes and, and all kinds of stuff. But right now our business focus is on roofing, siding, and windows. Uh, but uh, most home improvement questions I can answer. 340-1045. All right. So before the break, we were talking to Ed. Uh, we ended up getting disconnected. Uh, but Ed had an issue where uh, just had his roof replaced, uh, didn't have this issue before, but now that the roof is replaced, uh, he's having the water come along the outside edge and it's turning back and going under the soffit and water's uh, getting on the soffit. This is something that you want to fix, right? You don't want to let this go. If there were ever a time to tear into the roof to repair it, uh, when the roof is new, flexible, and pliable, now would be the time. Uh, chances are what happened is that instead of using a flashing along the outer edge that had a drip edge to it, uh, they ended up using a flashing that did not. Uh, and um, so uh, a drip edge means that there's a uh, the very top flange where the bend of the flashing is. If it's just shaped like an L uh, and, the, and it just goes f- completely flat from the roof section to the fascia section, uh, then the water can actually turn and come back up and underneath. And so... Uh, perimeter edge flashing is typically made today with a bend in it so that it sticks out further than the edge and then turns back in uh, uh, and that helps stop uh, the water from coming down and getting underneath of the fascia. If they are going in Ed and replacing that uh, I'd want to make sure that they they are using one that has enough drip edge to it. And I wouldn't mind, if you wouldn't mind, Ed, if you're still listening, email me a photo of that because I just want to I, I just want to see it. I, it's something that I'd like to see uh, just to make sure that, you know, that I'm thinking about this the right way. So, Ed, if you're still listening, email it to Jared, J-A-R-E-D, Jared, at universalroofjacks.com. Uh, Again, Jared at universalroofjacks.com. Uh, uh, wouldn't mind checking that out, and then I can, if there's something different than what I what I was thinking, do be cautious. Make sure that when they do um, uh, replace that metal edging, uh, if when they go, you know, they're gonna have to go three courses back in order to do that. You know, the starter strip is gonna have to be replaced. I have concerns about the underlayment system in that area and the overlap when you're doing it after. So just make sure that you know that they're cautious in that area. So, all right, let's go uh, back to the phones. Let's talk to Mark uh, in Palm Coast. Mark, you're in the house. How can I help you? Mark, you there? Okay. 
missing mark. All right, if you want to call, there's a line open, 340-1045, 340-1045. I want to take a moment to talk to you about Renewal by Anderson. Uh, Renewal by Anderson is the window replacement division of Anderson Corporation. So Anderson been in business over 108 years. They're known as quality when it comes to windows and doors. Well, they have a specific window replacement division called Renewal by Anderson. And they um, focus not on new construction. Uh, if you're building a new house, then they're not necessarily the option for you. But if you have an existing home where you're thinking about replacing your windows and doors, maybe they're old and drafty, maybe they're single uh, pane windows, maybe your energy bills are really high, or you've noticed that uh, you just can't see through them because the seal is broke, uh, or maybe you're starting to see moisture, or you just want to get rid of the old windows uh, and doors, uh, go with something new, Renewal by Anderson is the company to use. Their windows, are, they're not made of vinyl. They're not made of wood. They're not made of aluminum. It's a material that uh, Anderson invented called Fibrex. It's a composite material where you get the look of wood without the uh, maintenance uh, of wood. And uh, it's called Renewal by Anderson. Their phone number is uh, 222-8064. Of course, area code 904-222-8064. And um, uh, they are having a special just for our In the House Show listeners. And it's only for the first seven callers. But if you, th if you give them a call at this exact number, you can't do one of the other... Um, uh, uh, one of the other uh, uh, phone numbers. You have to call this exact number uh, for um, uh, uh, for in order to get the special, the twenty percent off. It's twenty percent off the in entire order just for our in the house show listeners, and it's a nine zero four two 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 eight zero six four, and it's limited uh, to just the first uh, seven callers. So if you want to take advantage of the twenty percent off from Renewal by Anderson, it's nine zero four two 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 eight zero six four. All right, let's uh, try Mark again. Mark, you in the house? Hey, how are you doing this morning? Good. How you doing, brother? Good. We've just purchased a second home, and it's in the Palm Coast area. It's about 1,500 feet off the ocean, and mm -hmm. it's a new home with a, an asphalt shingle roof and mm -hmm. hardy-type siding. So I just, I've never had a house close to the water or the beach or the salt. So any suggestions for maintenance? Yeah, I mean, the the thing is, is that, you, you know, the saltwater air, when you get close to the ocean, it, it is more destructive on things. I mean, if you have, you know, if you have uh, metal outside that is not made of aluminum or stainless steel, it's going to rust. We we know that, you know, that, um, uh, that you know, when it comes to, to paint, uh, when it comes to exterior coatings, we know that uh, when it comes to caulking and sealants, we know that they just don't last as long in this, in this salt air as what they do inland. And so you just have to do uh, maintenance more often than you do other parts, um, uh, you know, other parts of the city or other parts of the state. So it's just making sure that you, you know, that you, uh, that you clean things outside. I recommend it, you know, having it pressure washed a couple times a year or forced clean. Uh, you know, you're going to have to do paint jobs more often. The thing about new construction is that, and it's not any specific builder, but builders in general are really focused on bringing jobs in budget and bringing them in at a, at a, at a, 
profit margin that is reasonable for the builder. So a lot of times they're not necessarily using the best products. And then if you look at paint jobs, you know, it's right now it has one coat of paint on it, right? Or maybe two, maybe they did, a, you know, a sprayed it and back rolled it. Maybe they did a couple coats, but it has never been repainted. And so we're going to find that the first coat of paint will never last as long as the, as the, uh, the coats of paint going forward. So one of the things that I would recommend is about three years in, even though the paint looks good, I would recommend repainting your home about three to four years in. And the reason is, is that you want that, you know, this first coat of paint is a foundation for all future ones. And so if you do that, um, if you repaint it in about three years, you're going to find that you're going to get longer le longevity in your paint jobs uh, from now on. So this one, just make this one actually got painted twice because the first time they painted it the wrong color. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it's not awesome that it was the wrong color, but it is good because that sets a good foundation for going forward. It does have gutters. They put gutters all the way around on it. And, and uh, yeah, I thought I would make sure to power wash it, uh, you know, a couple times a year. So Yeah, keep those gutters clean. You want to make sure, I mean, gutters are phenomenal. I have gutters on my house, but it is, you do want to make sure that you keep those, uh, keep those clean, keep the debris out of it. And you got to do it more often than what you think. Uh, but getting on a regular schedule of, of getting the gutters cleaned out would be, definitely be a good idea. Great. Well, I appreciate it. We love your show. Thanks, brother. The show loves you. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. All right, if you want to take his line, 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. Let's go to Jeff in Orange Park. Jeff, you're in the house. How can we help you? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, seeing these uh, lawsuit commercials on TV uh, about pipe erosion for homes built prior to 1975. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just wondering, uh, what kind of angle are they going for there? I mean, if the house was built prior to 1975, it's uh, pretty common for the pipes to be corroding. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So what, um, it, and, you know, I would get legal advice from a lawyer and I'd get home improvement advice from a contractor. Uh, so I'm not going to give you the legal advice part of it, but I will talk about this being an issue. So, yeah, so what has happened is, is and it's primarily uh, on the, um, uh, you know, the pipes where the water drains out of the home, right? So if we look at plumbing, uh, there's the intake, the, you know, where the w fresh water comes in, and then there's the outtake where uh, everything exhausts down and goes into either into the septic system or into the into the city sewer system. Uh, and so w what has happened, what they've noticed is, is that there's a lot of deterioration of the uh, outlet style piping, where what's happening is the water's supposed to be draining out of the home, and instead that those pipes are corroding, which is allowing water intrusion and, uh, you know, the the other wastewater, I'm trying to be uh, sensitive and not use terminology that, um, uh, you know, no S words or anything like that. Uh, but where the, the wastewater is coming out, they're finding that within the slab uh, areas or within uh, uh, areas beneath the home where that water is actually leaching out and causing some significant uh, water problems. So what had happened is, is people will find, you know, they'll find uh, mold smell, they'll find water leakage issues in the center of the home. And what's happening is, is that that pipe is deteriorated and allowed that water to leach out. And so we are seeing that throughout the state of Florida that this is a, a is a 
is becoming a larger issue. In fact, I've had a number of customers uh, who have called us thinking that they have a roof leak, then they think that they have a, a, a plumbing leak, and come to find out it's really this, uh, this uh, deterioration of the pipe uh, that is occurring. And so um, I assume by the fact that lawyers are getting involved that the homeowner's insurance, some homeowner's insurance may have coverage for that in some of their policies. Uh, and so uh, that's why there, there, there's this increase uh, of, uh, of uh, lawyer activity as a result. So, um, so I know that if I had this corrosion issue uh, and I was getting an attorney involved, I personally would call Mark Nation of the Nation Law Firm. Uh, I know that he's worked on cases like this, and I've worked with Mark on other types of cases. So I personally, if you know, if there is, if you have this corrosion issue, you know, Mark Nation is who I would personally call. But does that answer your questions? Yeah, just another angle for a lawsuit against an insurance company. Yep. Okay. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, line open for you, 340-1045. I don't know that that's the way I said it, but uh, but uh, I get it. Uh, so, um, all right. We need to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Kenny in Julington Creek has a question. Line open for you, 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. You're listening to In the House. We'll be right back. Hello, welcome back in the house. Your home improvement questions are answered. Last chance to call for this week's show, 340-1045. All right, let's go straight back to the phones. Kenny in Julington Creek, how can I help you, man? Hey, Jared, uh, thanks for taking my call. First time listening to your show. So this uh, might be something that you've covered in the past, but we're buying a new house, or, or new to us, in Julington Creek. The house is 19 years old, and it's got architectural shingles on it. And I've had a couple of inspectors tell me, it's got two, maybe three years max left on it. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll probably change that sooner rather than later. But just as I drive around and I look at, you know, roofs being changed all the time, I see different materials, different technologies, different. What are the type of things that, that I should be looking for and talking to contractors about and, and, and technologies that are available today? And we can certainly call your company on that as well. But I'm just kind of curious from a, a general standpoint, what are, the, what are the things that we should be asking and looking for? Sure. So what I always recommend when, when getting quotes really for anything, you know, is that one, you know, you get multiple quotes. Second is, is that you, you know, you gather information, get different options from the, uh, you know, from the individual contractors. Specifically with roofing, you know, you can, you know, asphalt shingle roofs are, are going to be the most common. A lot of people are going to go with metal today and there's a bunch of different metal options. Um, I personally like metal roofs that do not use exposed fasteners. Um, uh, so I would look heavily at what's called a standing seam metal roof, or there are metal roofs that are designed to look like uh, wood shake or like slate. Those are good options. And a lot of it is, is the house, you know, the aesthetics of the house, the look of the house, the how expensive the house is. You know, you don't want to overdo something for the house. And so if, uh, depending on, you know, how expensive the house is, what neighborhood it's in, those sort of things, that'll help determine, you know, what products to look for. Specifically with asphalt shingles, um, you know, you want to use a good quality underlayment system. Uh, the underlayment is what goes underneath of the shingles. 
you always want to remove the existing layer of, of material before installing new. You never want to go over the top of an existing roof, whether with metal or with shingles. I don't think it's a good idea to go over the top. I always want to uh, remove it, get down to the wood, uh, and uh, inspect that wood to make sure it's of good condition. So you never want to go over the top. And then when in selecting a contractor, you know, you want to do the basic things like, you know, how long you've been in, in business, you know, get insurance, get references, uh, uh, ask to talk to, uh, you know, to other customers that have used uh, that company in the past. You, you know, you want to find out how long they've been in, the, in business. Are they brand new or they've been around a long time? And there's a section to our website. If you go to uh, either inthehouseshow.com uh, or if you go to uh, my company website, Universal roofjacks.com. Uh, there's a search button where you can search how to choose a contractor. And then there's going to give specific questions that you should ask every contractor just to see, you know, get kind of even the playing field uh, to see some of the things that um, uh, that they would do right or wrong. So uh, how to choose a contractor on inthehouseshow.com is a, is a good resource. So when you, when you talk about the underlimit, obviously the underlimit seems to be a, a very important portion of it. Uh, are there specific technologies that that you should be asking for or or are they all the same what what specifically concerning underlimits should we be asking Sure. So most people today are, are either going to use a synthetic underlayment or they're going to use a peel and stick, what's called a self-adhered polymer modified underlayment system. There's advantages and disadvantages to each. I, I, um, I don't have, I've only got about a minute left, so I can't get into the reasoning for each one. There's times that I recommend the peel and stick and then, there, and then there's times that I recommend the, the synthetic. The, and then the, other, the next thing is, is ventilation. Ventilation, which is what allows the hot air out of the attic space, is the single biggest difference between a roof lasting and not lasting. And, and so many contractors don't understand how to ventilate things correctly. So ventilation is going to be a key, uh, a key element to it. Um, and if, if you call back in, in, a, in a future show, I can get into more detail on those two things. It's just I'm, I've run out of time on this one. So I apologize about that. But Thanks, Kenny. We, we appreciate it. If you want to call Universal Roofing Contracting, we'd love to help you with your next roofing, siding, or window project. Our phone number is 495-0948. Again, Universal Roof and Contracting, area code 904-495-0948. And if you want to call Renewal by Anderson... Uh, their phone number, uh, 904-222-8064. Thank you so much for listening today. We do appreciate it. Show's called In the House every Saturday morning from 9 to 10. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. God bless. See ya.